0: Welcome to Lost and Founder, a podcast about the life and times of a real founder going through their daily struggles and triumphs. If you're thinking of starting a business or maybe you're already on your startup journey, it can sometimes feel like a lonely and challenging life to lead. It's not all parties and private jets. In fact, it's almost never about that other than for a tiny select few lottery winning odds success stories. For most founders, success is not here yet. It's on the horizon, and somehow you've got to get from where you are today to that glorious success. I want you to know you're not alone. I'm James Gill. I'm co-founder and CEO of a business called GoSquared, and I've been a founder for over half my life. I've had many highs and even more lows, and spoken to hundreds if not thousands of other founders on my journey so far. In this podcast, I'm sharing some of the stories, lessons, and struggles I've come across on my journey. I hope these stories will be helpful for you. At the very least, I hope it will be helpful for me to get them off my chest. Thank you for tuning in and giving this a shot with me. I received so many words of support last week for episode one. Thank you to each and every one of you who downloaded, subscribed, or just listened and thank you to every single person who took the time out of their day to give me some words of encouragement. I'm excited to say we're at episode two, so let's dive in. There's a bunch of things I could talk about this week and I've been struggling to even think about where to start for this episode. I think one of the things I wanted to touch on was some of the stuff Hinted that last week around strategy versus tactics and the start of the new quarter. But there's also been things going on sort of in my personal life that I think have hopefully been helping with with some of the stuff going on. So mm-hmm. might touch on the topic of, of habits and of trying to help yourself with thinking and thinking clearly. So let's see where we go. But to start with, yeah, I wanted to talk about the strategy side of things and see where we've gotten to from last week. Last week I was talking about how we've got this new quarter starting and that is a big part of of my job. Uh, A lot of the team looks to me for the next steps and the path forward and that would be easy if i had a crystal ball and i could jump to 3 months time and just look back and say well that was a bad idea or that was a bloody brilliant idea pat on the back but unfortunately as of recording time travel doesn't exist so right now strategy and leading a team has to be used has to be done on a combination of sort of of data of insights of lessons you've learned along the way. And I think something that doesn't really get talked about a lot is, is some intuition and gut. And I think in, in the world of startups, particularly in the world of software, gut and intuition are, are extremely devalued. Everyone wants to be data-driven, data-informed, and, and when you've got data that's always always a valuable thing to take into consideration but i think sometimes data can't help you sometimes there isn't an answer in the data and it, at worst sometimes data can be used almost like a weapon to get your point across and to look at the data that backs up your your feelings rather than rather than truly using data to make an informed decision and so I think I, I struggle with this a lot because on some levels I'm a very instinctive, very focused on getting stuff done and I'll, I'll go with my gut and, and that, that has its pros and cons. I think one of the pros is that it enables you to move quite quickly, it enables you to, 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 to move, to, to act now, to just do it, as uh, Nike might say. But i think sometimes you've got to figure out when to bring data or evidence into the equation and i think the more people you have on a team and the more people you're leading the more evidence-based things naturally you need to get unless you replace that evidence with other things to get a team of people coming along with you i think sometimes that's where charisma and and excitement can can come in like and and that's something to watch it's something dangerous like it's something i i found actually over the the past few months where it's very easy to get excited about things and enthusiastic about things without any data and it's largely because of the charisma and enthusiasm that's been put around that idea whether it's by certain people or by certain things happening in the market but It's important not to confuse charisma and excitement for data and it's important not to use data as a weapon. And so (laughs) combining all of this, I think when trying to guide a path forward, um, there's rarely data that will give you an answer and I think sometimes the path forward is actually it it asks much deeper questions, it asks questions not just of do you want to grow the business, do you want to build a successful company but it's more what are the what is the kind of company you want to build, what does success look like for you and I think getting clearer on those questions is what can really help you define a strategy and I think uh, a good way of thinking about strategy is to I, I remember reading a great article about about it and I, I do still feel that often when we talk about strategy or when I hear the word strategy, I just, I want to punch the wall or I want to go to sleep. It's often used as such a buzzword. But I think one of the best uh, things i I read was around, I think the article was just called strategy means saying no. And essentially it's, it's not a strategy if you're, if you're just saying let's go after this, that and the other or let's go do these things. A big part of strategy is about saying, deciding what you're not going to do and deciding what you're going to stand against. And th- th- that strategy is what helps a team, a smart, ambitious, hungry team, decide on a daily basis whether the tactics and execution they're doing can can help push that strategy forward. And I think over time, what I'm trying to make sure I spend my time on is helping to guide on strategy and be clearer on strategy which is a huge challenge for me and make sure I can be helpful on tactics but not to get so swallowed up with tactics that I end up losing all of my focus and spending all of my energy on tactics rather than strategy because if the company doesn't have strategy and clarity around that then we're essentially like this rudderless ship or ship without a captain i'm no sailor but but i think when you have a when you have a boat if you have a ship of some sort generally it helps to have someone guiding it and uh, pointing it in the right direction and there's nothing that scares me more than having a team of hungry smart amazing people working their socks off but being led in the wrong direction or or perhaps even worse not being led at all and so I, I think increasingly my responsibility as the, the leader is, is incredibly clear and incredibly important. And that makes it all the more important that I dedicate the time that strategy needs and, and build the confidence myself in the strategy and also not just build that confidence, but then translate that into a crisp, clear understanding and communication of what the strategy should be so those are just some quick thoughts on strategy and where we're at as we start the new quarter and i think at the end of monday the 5th today monday 5th of july i think i'm I'm realizing i have a lot of work to do still i have a lot of work to do because some of the strategy we need to to change is it it's not clear what we need to change to it's clear that there's a bunch of things not working but if it was easy to decide what we should do differently, then we would have already done that. And, and so right now on my mind, is some big, big questions to solve. And I'm gonna be spending a lot of my time over the coming days trying to get some answers for myself and for the team. The team have a lot of questions for me. And I want to give them answers. I want to give them clarity. I need to give them clarity but I don't have the answers in my head yet and I can't fake that. I can't pretend I have answers. So the best I can do right now is say, I don't know, but I'm gonna get back to you. And in order to get back to anyone, I need to think deeply. And for me, thinking deeply and giving those answers is not something I do while I'm in my email inbox or when I'm in Slack. It's something I do when I'm in a room on my own, listening to some trippy, chilled out music and with a big vat of coffee right by me. So, I think if you're wondering where you can find me over the coming days, I'll be I'll be near the coffee machine. The other topic I wanted to talk about and touch on this week was really more around habits and habit forming and just getting out there and doing stuff. And this side kind of feels related, but also on the flip side of the stuff I was talking about, about around strategy. One of the things I've really been trying to work on both in my personal life and and work is trying to build healthy habits into my daily routine. Part of this has been thanks to working with a coach um, and I started working with a coach, I think it was like midway through last year, like peak lockdown. And and I was initially very sceptical about working with a coach. I was kind of thinking like, I've been around a while and surely I know everything there is to know about myself. I've got a good feeling for who I am. But what I was amazed at was how helpful it can be to talk to someone else, say an independent other person who's simply there to listen to what's on your mind and my coach her name is Mika really helped me to articulate a lot of the things on my mind and does that every every few weeks when i talk to her but one of the key things we we started to work on was building in habits into my routine and daily changes that can help me be more of the person i want to be and I guess there's two sides to this of like, one, it's great to have more healthy habits and better habits, but also taking the time to get clear on what what those things I want to get better at are. So I think kind of in some ways, stuff I've been doing in my personal life also mirrors some of the stuff I've been doing with with Go Squared in that you need to take time to sort of figure out your own strategy for you (laughs) and, and figure out more about, what success like looks like for you individually and and where you want to be going and that's something I've been trying to do a lot of with with my coach and and that's been quite tough and also not something I find easy talking about like where do you want to be in a year's time all of these kinds of cheesy sounding kind of questions but actually it can really help trying to think about those but what's really interesting when you get clearer on those those goals you have and and also the the values you have like what you hold dear what means a lot to you as an individual you know maybe it's maybe it's your family maybe it's fitness maybe it's how you look maybe it's how good you are at chess like it can be any of these things like or all, all of these things and more but getting clear on the things you want to be amazing at or that you want to develop along is a good bedrock, almost a good strategy for you to then try and chip away on a daily basis at getting a little bit better and building habits around things in your daily routine that can help you make yourself better at those things. And so I think this this whole topic of habits I find so interesting because there's aspects of habits I have in my personal life, but also habits I have or that I try to work on in my work life and I kind of wanted to touch on it this week because there's a few habits I've been trying to form now where when work's getting really tough when I feel like I've got sort of brain fog and when I can't when I'm not operating at my best there's various things I try to do to help resolve that so one of the things is I try to write down when I'm feeling anxious or worried I try to write down I have a bunch of questions I asked myself in a, in a notion template courtesy of my coach Mika that that helped me write down and get out of my head why I'm worried and that in itself can be a really helpful thing but then also what I've realized is that often one of the best things to do when I'm when I'm feeling worried when I'm concerned about something is to just try and make progress and that sounds really vague and really really broad but I think Just trying to make progress at something can release something in my brain, and probably yours too, around uh, feeling more positive and then using that positive energy to actually solve things. So for me, when I've had a tough day or when I'm having a tough day, I found that it can be amazing to just get out of the building, walk around the block. Maybe if I'm feeling particularly tough, try and actually increase that that exertion even more. So maybe I'll try and do a run and I've been trying to build more of these habits in so that like actually some of these ways I'm addressing things are actually helping me with my other personal goals as well. So I don't know, <laughs> this one feels really weird to be talking about, but over the weekend I was just, you know, I still want to, I want to be healthy and fit and I really believe that that's critical to me being happy as an individual, but also helpful and valuable to me being a good person leader. Like, I want to feel great about myself. I want to make sure I can bring positive, excited James to work every day and lead the team. And one of the things I felt the weekend was, for some reason or another, maybe it was a Instagram reel I saw or something, but I thought I want to try and get, just figure out if I can do skipping or like some people call it jump rope. And I started to just, I don't know, tell myself in my head, like, maybe this can be a part of my routine to get fitter, to get healthier. But then I was like, I've never done this before. I don't think I've done any skipping since I was about 10 years old. So I went out, I bought a skipping rope and I've started it. And I did 10 minutes yesterday and I was rubbish. And then today I did another 10, 15 minutes and I've made it this recurring thing to add this into my routine to do at least 10 minutes of skipping every day and I'm hoping and I truly believe this that if I can keep that up for a week I'm going to be a hell of a lot better than I was on Sunday of this week so that's just a little thing where it's like a habit forming thing which I think is going to help me get better and I think there's a, a lot to be said for that approach generally in 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 your personal life but also in in business where just showing up and just doing it. The whole Nike thing, I think I already mentioned it. Just do it. But I think if you can keep turning up and doing it, you will naturally find yourself getting better. I found this with running. I found this with writing and quite meta, but I'm finding this, well, I'm hoping I can start finding this with this podcast. I'm still really trying to find my feet with this podcast. And I very nearly didn't record today because I didn't really think I had a lot to talk about, but I've decided to just put some time aside and try and share my thoughts on things and I'm hoping that if I can keep doing this at least once a week and just sharing with you what's on my mind as a founder that I'm going to get better at this, I'm going to make a better podcast for you, my dear listener and I'm also going to get better at surfacing my own thoughts, which is hopefully going to help me think clearer. So. There we have it. There's just a few more thoughts today. Hopefully some of that's interesting or valuable to you. If you have got any thoughts, if you want me to cover anything more, please hit me up on on Twitter or leave a comment on one of those podcasting platforms. And if you do think there's anyone else who might enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world if you can share this with those people. And uh, hopefully more people can listen to this. More people can tell me whether they like it or not. More people can give me ideas for future episodes. And yeah, hopefully you'll give me permission to keep doing more of these. And and I hope I can keep being helpful. Thanks again for listening. Uh, It is a pleasure to be in your ears and in your podcast player. And I hope to see you again soon uh, next week. Thanks again. Cheers.